Welcome to Silly History, I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. On May 14, 1973, NASA launched Skylab, America's first space station, into the final frontier. It came two years after the Soviet Union launched Salyut, the first ever space station to orbit around the Earth. NASA, however, had their fingers crossed that their ensuing missions would fare much better than those completed by the Russians. When the cosmonauts reached the Salyut on their first mission, they were unable to dock due to technical malfunctions, and aborted the mission. The second attempt was successful in that they were the first to occupy a space station, and they remained on board for 23 days, a new record for time spent in space. Tragically, a pressure equalization valve on the Soyuz 11 capsule prematurely opened during re-entry, and the crew perished from asphyxiation. All missions thereafter were suspended until the Soyuz spaceship got a major design overhaul. Skylab was primarily built from a previously used third-stage section of a Saturn V moon rocket. It was 118 feet tall and weighed 77 tons, carrying a wide array of experimental equipment, the most ever assembled in a spacecraft at the time. On May 25, 1973, 11 days after Skylab reached orbit, the first American crew floated aboard. Their 28-day mission started out with repairing the solar panels and meteor shield, which were damaged during the flight. But astronauts Charles Conrad, Joseph Kerwin, and Paul Weitz pulled out their toolboxes and made the bucket of bolts good as new. Over the course of the year, three different crews spent more than 700 hours observing the sun and capturing over 175,000 solar pictures. Roughly 80 different experiments were conducted in total, including studies of sleep monitoring, galactic x-ray mapping, hurricanes, bone mineral measurement, and fluid dynamics. There was even a test to see how well spiders performed spinning their webs in low gravity. The last Skylab crew returned to Earth on February 8, 1974, after completing their 84-day mission. For the next five years, the space station remained empty, and over that period of time, NASA watched it deteriorate faster than they expected due to high solar activity. As Skylab's altitude slowly dropped to unsafe levels to complete additional missions, NASA planned to let it re-enter the atmosphere and fall back to Earth. NASA predicted its return to Earth between July 10th and 14th, 1979. Satellites are designed in a way that, upon re-entry, they have to burn up completely in the atmosphere or incinerate enough to leave only small pieces that will not cause harm to people or damage property. And as a precaution, NASA scientists calculated the odds of debris actually hitting a human or damaging a city with a population greater than or equal to 100,000. The odds were 1 in 152 for people and 1 in 7 for cities. The people of the world were notified of the event, which turned into an international sensation. People in Manhattan lined up to buy t-shirts that said, New York welcomes Skylab. A neighborhood in Bellevue, Nebraska, painted a huge target in the middle of its cul-de-sac street. 
They wanted to give it something to aim for. The San Francisco Examiner promised to give $10,000 to the person who delivered the first piece of the space station to its offices. And while most people of the world enjoyed the spectacle, the citizens of the Philippines were terrified. Then-President Ferdinand Marcos made a television appearance to reassure the public that they would be safe. Days before Skylab would hurl back to Earth, NASA team members remotely used the craft's remaining propellant to adjust its position for re-entry. On July 11, 1979, the space station streaked through the sky in a ball of fire. Because of a calculation error, the space station didn't burn up as fast as NASA expected, and although much of the debris crashed into the Indian Ocean, some also landed about 300 miles east of Perth in western Australia, a rural area known as the Shire of Esperance. Thankfully, no one was injured. An investigation team was sent to inspect the damage and collect the remnants. The president of the Shire and an officer of the Park Service were there to greet them when they arrived. The Parks officer proceeded to issue a $400 ticket for littering all over the countryside. The fine was just a gag, of course, and the Shire never expected NASA to actually pay the fee. The debt remained outstanding for 30 years until a Californian radio DJ named Scott Barley asked his listeners to donate money and settle the bill. Australia got its money, and NASA hasn't littered since. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production.